There is nothing inherently good or bad about money. It's simply a means of exchange. And that is the quote of the day. of the day show. I'm your host, Sean Croxon of SeanCroxon.com. Today's episode is brought to you by The Jerf Bar. Head on over to the website and read the amazing reviews for our organic, gluten-free, dairy-free, soy-free, GMO-free, delicious, real food bars. The, the reviews have been awesome. You have no idea. So you can read those over at JerfBar.com. It is Finance Friday, where we talk about all things money mindset. We've got Dr. John Demartini back on the show, and he's talking about the meaning that we give to money. And that meaning that we put on money comes from ourselves. Like he says in the quote, money is not bad or good. Money is neutral. It's just a means of exchange. It's a value for value exchange. It's an energy for energy exchange. We make it bad and we can make it good. And so I hope you enjoyed this talk. Here's the doc. What if there was a science to have the memories that are distortions cleared and have a balanced slate and see nothing but love and because, see, when you have those, that's where the source of fears and guilts in the future are. Those seven fears and guilts stem from assumptions you lost something in the past or you were hurt in the past or you somehow were in a, a pain more than pleasure. Or a negative without a positive. And those are imbalanced perspectives. And anytime you have an imbalanced perspective, you have baggage. And anytime you have baggage, you lower your self-worth. And every time you lower your self-worth, you go to altruism. And then when you do, you increase the probability of devaluing wealth to your life. Because wealth is simply a means of exchange of manifesting what's inspiring and values to you and to somebody else's value system. It's an exchange process. And if you can all of a sudden get re-inspired and clear out the illusions and get inspired about your life... Without that baggage and have no fear about the future, I wonder what extraordinary things you could manifest in your life. Because you felt worthy. You felt that I deserve. You felt that, hey, I, I deserve to have wealth. I deserve to have the, the most magnificent and, and privileged lifestyle that a human being can have on the planet. Because I believe that's what we're here for. There are some people that actually believe that we're, we uh, serve the world by shrinking. But what I found... What I found is interesting is some people that tell me, well, no, I'm not interested in wealth. I'm not interested in that. That's not, that's greedy and and all this other crap. If I showed them and I sit down and say, well, if I showed you how to maybe manage what you have a little easier or maybe how to make a little bit of money, would you be interested in knowing it? Oh, yeah. What they've had is they don't have the tools. They don't have the strategies. They don't have the value system to label them, allow them to see things and hear things and act upon things to go and do it. And because of that, they bang their head against the wall. And because of that, they've lied to themselves. It's not important because they don't know how to get past their own obstacle. Would you agree? How many of you know you've lied? You know there's still something important, but you've lied to yourself about how much you really want it. Oh, it's not really that important. Damn right it is. (laughs) But you lie to yourself. And then what happens, that festers for a period of time, and then you end up just plateauing your life. I actually had a person one time when I told him that I would love to be a billionaire. I said, if Bill Gates can do it, so can I. They go, 
what would you do with all that money? I actually had a lady the other day, I was speaking in Sydney. I actually had a woman who said she did not want money. I immediately told her, then I will help her. Just every time it ever comes to her, please just give it to me. Because I don't want her to be burdened by it. Hubert Hale Bancroft, in his book, The, the Book of Wealth, which if you, you can write it down, I'm afraid you won't be able to find it. It's a rare, rare limited edition, and I have the rights now on it, and I'm going to do what I can to republish it for people. But right now, you won't be able to get it. In that book, he has demonstrated beyond a shadow of a doubt that there are two driving forces in human beings, spirit and matter. Spiritual drives, material drives. Immortal drives, mortal drives, sometimes called. Culturally, this has been there through recorded history. The ancient Egyptians used to say, spirit without matter is expressionless, and matter without spirit is motionless. Spirit without matter is expressionless. Matter without spirit is motionless. That's why I put how to make a hell of a prophet, materialism, and still get to heaven, spiritualism, because most people have those divided. They're very spiritual. I'm not into the many thing. Or they're very material. I'm not into that spiritual thing. Would you agree? A lot of people that way. And there's absolutely nothing in the universe that has to separate those two. Because money is simply a means of exchange. And money started out as cows and yaks. Then it went to coins. Then it went to paper. Then plastic. Then electronics. And now light. Light at its purest form is spirit. And all it is is a means of exchanging something of one value from one person to a person, another value for another person. That's all it is. All money is is a means of exchanging something from one value, a value of one person to a value of another person. There's no moral right or wrong or good or bad. There's nothing inherently good or bad about money. It's simply a means of exchange. But we've attached stuff to it because of false teachings. And we're afraid to exchange it with a fair exchange. The most fair exchange you'll ever do. Have you ever given something for somebody and then felt like there's an incomplete? You did something for nothing and there's kind of like you had this hidden agenda and expectation. It really wasn't complete. Or how about the other way around? Got something for nothing and felt incomplete? You most, the only thing that has a clear consciousness is presence. And presence is when you have fair exchange right on the spot. And the master of that is actually overcoming fear. The fear of being considered greedy or the fear of considered altruistic. These fears stop us from being present with money and making main, uh, fair exchanges. So if we're infatuated and resentful to things and we've got baggage there and we beat ourselves up because we got all this baggage and we got all these fears and guilts in the future, those seven areas of life, and we don't have a way of neutralizing those fears and breaking through those fears and breaking through those past illusions, and we don't know how to value money because of all these programs inside. And we're wondering how to make a hell of a profit and still get to heaven. We got this conflict in there. Then we're going to end up like 93% of the population in most cultures. And I guarantee you that's entangled in most of the people I meet on the streets. They got it all combobulated in their head. All kind of emotional baggage sitting in there in the way of that. Once that's cleared... 
There are strategies that automatically build wealth, but you won't follow it. I can, I can teach you strategies, boom, lay them out. But unless you have a big enough why, the hows won't take care of themselves. And you won't have a big enough why if you got the baggage in the way. Because how many agree that there's been science of building wealth for centuries? <coughs> Teachable, trainable. But yet only a small percent of the people ever do it. And the reason has a lot to do with their value structure. And a value structure has a lot to do with what I've been trying to share. That's why I'm spending time on that. I have looked at each one of these fears the best I can. Each one of these obstacles, best I can. And, I'm, and th this is not just applying only to wealth. This is, a, this is applying to relationships. Because if you don't master your relationship, half your wealth's gone, can it, isn't it? How many have been through divorce know what I'm talking about? Half the wealth can disappear. You're, she, she's laughing. That means you got the money from the divorce. <laughs> no. She, what was it say about Ivana Trump? Just... Don't get even, get it all. <laughs> I love that. All right, that was Dr. John Demartini. His website is drdemartini.com. He's got all kinds of books. The one he talked about in this episode is How to Make One Hell of a Profit and Still Get to Heaven. I've read it several times. It's available on amazon.com. So check that one out. And you have an amazing weekend. I hope you enjoyed this week's episodes and I will see you on Monday. Peace.